0: Dear listeners, Sai Ram, we now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 25th January 2018 as part of Thursday live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai.
1: Saram dear listeners and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang. I am Team Redis I'm Bishu and along with me is Sai Prakash, the co-host of this program. And today we move on from where we les- left last time. We are discussing the 16th chapter of Prema Vahini. We discussed the fourth segment in the previous session and today with prayers at Bhagawan's Lotus Feet and with seeking His blessings to help us spend the rest one hour contemplating on His message and how to make our lives His message. Let's begin this session. So let me play for you the fifth segment of chapter 16. This is a slightly longer segment and after that we will begin the discussion.
2: నీట మునిగిపోవడానికి ఏ చిన్న పుల్ల అయినను ఆధారం అవును అట్లే సంసార సాగరంమున మునిగిన ఏ కొంచెము మంచిగా మాట్లాడినను అదే జీవితమునకు ఆధారం చేసిన మేలు వ్యర్థం చేసిన కీడు కూడా కనుక లేషా చెడ్డ సంస్కారము కలగనియక కనులు పవిత్రములై ఉండునట్లు చెవులు నిందా వినక సాధ్యమైనం తవరకు భగవత్ వాక్్యమలు సద్విశయాలు వినుచుండు నట్లు నోరు మంచిమాటలనే భగత సమరణనే సత్యవాకునే పలకు సదా ప్రయత్నించవలను ఇతతి జాగరకుతో నుండిన చివరకు విజేము కలిగి తీరను ఇటి పవిత్ర సంస్కారమలు కలగవల అనినా మనసున తీవరంగా చేతులు లోపల ఈశ్వరు స్మరణ భయట స్వధర్మాచరణ చేతతో సేవాకర్మ మనసున వికర్మ ఇవి నిత్య కార్యక్రమములు కావలను సంస్కారముల ప్రవాహము ఒక దిశలోనే పారుతుండవలెను పర్వతములపై పడిన వర్షము అన్ని దిశలకను దానివలన నది ఏర్పడుదు అట్లు కాక ఒక దానివలన నది మహానదిిగ వస్తరలుచు వెల్లి వెళ్డి సముద్రమను చేయరను. ఒక వైపునే ప్రవహంచు నీరు సముద్రమం చేరను. నలు వైపులకు ప్రవించు ీరు ఏ దూరము పోయి ఇంకి పోవును. సంస్కారమకూడా ఇట్్టిదే. సంస్కారములు ఇట వచ్చుచు అట పవచున్నచో ప్రయోజనమేమి సంస్కారమల పవత్ర వాహని జీవతములో పవిత్ర చివరకు Maranamu, Mahananda munuko nilai yang mani pinsono. Yawarui tikgamiyamu nu cieruno, Wardhanjul. Rati mida irubadi adi అదిి ka undu. wakatawa debba adi pagili Mundu సఫలతకు nai irubadi debbalu kadu, cibari అనంత సృష్టి వ్యాపించి ఉన్నది ఈ సృష్టిలో మనసు ఈ పోరాటము జరుగుచునేయున్నది ఈ పోరాటము అన్ని సమయములందు జయమే కలుగునని చెప్పుటకు వీలులేదు కానీ నిరంతర సత్కర్మలన ఆచరించుచు సదా ఈశ్వర ప్రేమతో నిండి ప్రేమ జీవితమందెల్ల వ్యాపించినప్పుడు మానవుడు కార్యచరణయందు నిత్యానందమును పొందుచుండును అప్పుడు ఈశ్వర స్మరణమల్న సత్కర్మలు సహజ రీతిగా అప్రయత్నముగా అట్టి తరణమన ఏదో సత్కర్మ అను దెబ్బతోనే మనోనాశనముగును అట్టి మనోనాశనమునకు నిరంతరము ఇట్టి సత్కర్మలనే దెబ్బలు వేయుచుండినా చివరి దెబ్బకు ఈ కర్మలన్నియు తోడపడి ముందు ఫలితమును ప్రసాదించును ముందు చేసిన సత్కర్మలేవiyo నిరర్థకము కావు for a drowning man
0: Even a reed is some support. So too, to a person struggling in the sea of samsara, a few good words spoken by someone might be of great help. No good deed can go waste. No bad deed too can escape its consequence. So, strive to avoid the slightest trace of evil activity. Keep your eyes pure. Fill your ears with the words of God and the stories of Godly deeds and as far as possible, do not allow them to listen to calumny. The tongue should strive to utter good, kind and truthful words and engage in remembrance of the Lord. Such constant effort will definitely grant you victory in the end. It is to earn these holy samskaras that one has to maintain the flow of noble thoughts and feelings in an uninterrupted manner. The hands should be used to perform good deeds, have the Lord's name within and the practice of swadharma without. With your hands busy with seva, your mind should be thus engaged in intended action. This should become the daily practice. The stream of samskaras should flow only in one direction. When the rains pour on the mountain peaks and the water hurries down the sides, no river emerges therefrom. However, when the waters flow in a single direction, first a brook, then a stream, later a torrent, and finally a flooded river is formed, and the rains thus reach the sea. Water that runs in one direction reaches the sea, while the water that flows in several directions gets dissipated and lost. Samskaras are also of this type. Of what use are they if they merely come and go? This way today and that way the next. The holy stream of good Samskaras must flow full and steady along the fields of holy thoughts. Then, death for such people becomes a great ocean of bliss. Worthy indeed is one who reaches such a goal. 20 hammer strokes might not succeed in breaking a stone. The 21st stroke might break it. But, does this mean that the 20 blows given earlier were of no avail? No, Each of those 20 strokes contributed its share to the final success. The final result was the cumulative effect of all the 21. So too the mind is engaged in a struggle with the world, both internal and external. Needless to say, success might not always be your lot, but man can attain everlasting bliss by getting immersed in good works and by saturating the mind with the love of God, infuse every moment of life with that love, then evil tendencies dare not hamper the path. Once man's mind dwells with the Lord, he will be drawn automatically only towards good deeds. When this happens, just one good deed one day could succeed in destroying the mind. To achieve this objective of the destruction of the mind, one has to be constantly engaged in good acts. For this triumph, all the good deeds done in the past have contributed. Each little thing counts and no good deed is a waste.
1: So that is the fifth segment of chapter 16. And if you reflect on what Bhagwan has mentioned in this chapter, in this segment, Sai Prakash, the three ideas that come to me, mm-hmm. uh, which are sort of uh, reiterated by Bhagwan here in various examples is, one is do good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> do good. Second, do good. Continuously, consistently, relentlessly, without any distraction, without any diversion, without any doubt. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Swami says, how to do good? Think God. If you think God, you will automatically do good. Yeah.
3: And um, the purpose of all the goodness or doing good is to destroy the mind. Destroy the mind. Yes. So that Swami says, if you are able to destroy the mind, um, that will lead to...
1: Fulfillment. Yes. I mean, uh, if if you tell someone that, you know, what you've got to do is destroy the mind, then probably he will not know what to do. He might get even <laughs> intimidated with that whole idea. But here Swami is telling, you just keep doing good, you know. Mm. You, you never know just that one good deed could lead to destroying your mind. Destruction of the mind.
3: Yeah. And he gives that beautiful uh, analogy of how 20 strokes. Yes. So, he says, a, a, you never know. The 21st stroke may yes. actually break the stone. Yes. So, if you keep doing good, that one good deed at yes. the end may um, grant you. Yes. You know, there is that beautiful story of um, a devotee, you uh, know, I think a thief mm-hmm. um, of Lord Shiva. I mm. means a, a thief who is just on a tree and he's waiting because he heard some sound but… Then, as he is sitting there, he is just plucking the leaves and
1: throwing it down. Ah, the, yes, yes. Ah. <laughs> and
3: there happened to be a Shivalinga below. And uh, because yes. he was offering the bilva leaves on Shivalinga on Shivaratri night, he had yes. no idea. Yes. He was granted. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. it is not by accident that mm. such mm. things happen possibly yes.
1: yeah.
3: uh, he had accumulated the
1: good karmas
3: good karmas over several lifetimes yes but mm. um, this is very interesting because what is I mean when we just look at this whole thing what is goodness um, what is uh, why we should do good and then what is the mind why why sh- why should we destroy the mind mm. all these questions do come up and um you know, uh, Swami starts off in a very interesting way before we get to that. Just one thought which came is, He says, for a drowning man, even a a small reed is a support. It Hmm. gives him, so He says, always speak, speak uh, and help others. Uh, Speak a good word. That might be of um, help to somebody who is
1: struggling in this sea of samsara. Hmm. Everybody out there uh, is actually fighting a, fighting a, bigger battle than yours (laughs) then you think you are fighting actually yeah but uh,
3: it is very um, you know when I just read this first sentence Mm
1: -hmm.
3: I was uh, having uh, again as always a tangential thought Mm -hmm. Um, how do you know how does anybody feel that uh, they are actually suffering in this world Mm
1: -hmm.
3: like for example if Somebody is well endowed with money, well endowed with health, well endowed with children, family, and everything. Will they ever feel
1: that, oh my god, I'm suffering in this world? But well, uh Sai Prakash, that is the fact of life in the sense that uh, even this morning, actually, um, I was uh, uh, talking about it on the radio on mm-hmm. a different program on In Outside, Inside, Deep Inside, and there. I was reflecting on uh, a news item that I saw recently Mm -hmm. wherein the UK Prime Minister has announced a new ministry. Mm -hmm. It's a ministry for loneliness. Oh my God. Yeah. And that has happened very recently. Mm -hmm. And she's saying that that is the uh, um, sad reality of uh, of the modern life today Mm -hmm. that we have so many people who are feeling lonely, who are feeling lost. And the number is... Out of 65 million people in UK, mm-hmm. 9 million people are oh my God. severely feeling emotionally isolated and lonely. And when I looked at the numbers in US,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was uh, uh, the number of people who are lonely has doubled since 1980s. And today, nearly 45% of people above 45 lonely in the u.s my (laughs) god it's like a half of the older population Mm. when people were in in 40s and and one quarter of uh, u.s uh, they uh, they live as single Mm -hmm. one yeah they they feel lonely another half doesn't have a family so you know there are a lot of issues Mm. there but what i'm trying to tell you is people are endowed but that does not mean that, you know, they are happy, they are, <laughs> they are suffering in so many ways. They, you, you might have everything in the world, mm. but still you are feeling lonely, you are feeling lost, you are suffering, you know. yeah. So,
3: what happens is, um, in a sense, mm. uh, it's not very nice to say it this way, but suffering and... Um, Maybe even loneliness yeah. is a gift. In that sense, you start thinking and going deeper. Yeah, absolutely. okay. Uh, that's a different discussion. <laughs> that's a different discussion. But what I'm just saying is, like Swami used to say, you should welcome problems and, yes. um, uh, you know, difficulties because that keeps you, you know, wondering. That keeps you thinking. That keeps you going, inquiring, yes. and going deeper. Yes. yes. And um, in this um, connection. Um, Swami says good company for example he says satsangatwe Nissangatvam Nisangatwe nirmohatwam he says when you join good company when you are uh, in good company satsangatwe nissangatwam so nissangatwam is you get detached yes so in good company you get detached from the world hmm. Nisangatwe nirmohatwam from yes. uh, detachment you be, you don't you lose means you are uh, not illusioned. You are you are free from yes. illusion. Yes. nirmohatwe uh, tattvam Then you become steady. Yes. Uh, your mind becomes steady, and then you are liberated. So, in a sense, what Swami is saying, you speak, speak to others, speak uh, good, and you know, kind of give a good word. Yes. That is in in a sense. Good company, yes. so when when you're actually uh, you become the good company for somebody else, yes, or your words, your thoughts, yes. your uh, uh, this thing.
1: That kind of takes them to a deeper level of understanding. That's what yes. I understood from that. Yeah. In fact, you know, when I think about good company, mm-hmm. uh, Satsangatvam, yes, I mean, at the deeper level, it is uh, uh, company with Sat, which is actually truly company with, with God, Correct. with the higher self. Mm-hmm. But even at the uh, normal level of understanding, Satsangatvam, you know, where we say find good friends and be in good company, I was thinking another way of looking at it also is you don't look for good people, but Mm. you look for goodness in people. Right. I think that is easy to find. Mm. might be difficult to find a a person who really fits into your definition of a good person. But probably you will find goodness Mm. everywhere because Mm. there is some goodness in every person. In Mm. fact, the other day I was uh, reading... This interesting article which we had published uh, many years ago in Heart to Heart. One Sai Youth from New Zealand, he had written, uh, he had just, you know, come into Swami's fold and he had read how Swami always says that you should speak softly, you should speak politely. Mm-hmm. And so he was in this uh, company, um, internet company, and he was handling customer calls and uh, you know, so you used to get all kinds of responses. You know, when you're in that position, there'll be some customers who are very agitated, some right. customers, you know, who are uh, frustrated and all that. So there was this uh, woman whom everybody in his company knew that, you know, this lady is very difficult to deal with because she used to really shout and she used to be really abusive on the mm-hmm. phone. And uh, so that day he happened to take her call and, you know, she was in her usual <laughs> <laughs> elements. Mm. And... Uh, and, and, you know, he heard her completely and he tried to explain the company's point of view and he tried to tell her how they are trying to solve her problem and, you know, mm. how much time it would take. And it's not as if the company didn't want to help her, but mm. they were doing what they can and it would take a little time and all that. But she was not willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was coming to a point where, you know, he was also losing his cool because, you know, he had explained it so many times and mm. she's not understanding. She's not even willing to listen, actually. Mm. And then... It, and then suddenly this thought came no no Swami says no speak softly speak Speak lovingly <laughs> speak lovingly he thought okay so, so he just put her on hold and again he went to his colleagues and he told you know how else can we solve her problem and the colleagues told that is the way I mean we are doing the best that can be done you know she just has to understand hmm. So, again, he takes the call and then, you know, he explains to her with a lot of love and now imagining that, you know, that love is pouring from his being to her. My God. <laughs> and he, he does that again and again and, and then he begins to tell um, tell her how, you know, there have been so many times when we, he also has faced that problem and how he has, you know, uh, been patient and how it has got solved and, you know, how sometimes these things take time but, you know, how the company is going to a great extent to help. So, he was trying to somehow convey to her that, you know, he can really, really empathize with her problem. And when this conversation went on for some time, then slowly he saw that her degree of the tone of her voice Mm. slowly reduced and, you know, the pitch came down Mm. to normal pitch. And now she was speaking like a normal person and and you know and then she said she started telling I am so happy that you, are, you, are, you are able to empathize with my problem you understand you also have gone through that same problem so you are able to understand my problem and mm. so she came to that level and then after that she didn't stop there she became so friendly with her she started cracking jokes now on the phone <laughs> <laughs> mm. so he was saying that you know how just uh, trying to you know connect with the goodness that other person Mm. can change the uh, situation if you if you can always broadcast love Mm. you can really change the situation and he was telling another instance where there was this uh, superior not his superior but you know superior of another department and whenever this superior came in front of me he would never smile and you know he would always put a very morose and grumpy face and and this brother would smile and would never get a response And you would wonder why it is like this, you know. So, the second day, you know, also same thing happened. He's coming face to face and he smiles and the other person just looks away. And and it happens the third time. It happens the fourth fourth time. And he says, no, but I have to be at it, you know. I have Mm -hmm. to be at it. And so, he continues to do that. So, after seven, eight days finally the other person smiles <laughs> My, <God>. hmm. <laughs> but you need that patience you know you, you, you got to trust in the goodness of that other person and I hmm. think that's how we you know we make the world a better place one smile at a time <laughs> no, absolutely in fact um, in a sense
3: that is also compassion yes see compassion is not uh, that you are serving or you are helping somebody who is lesser privileged than you or it's just compassion t- towards everybody yeah. in fact very beautifully uh, the great uh, russian author fyodor dostoevsky says compassion is the most important perhaps the sole law of human existence wow so he says yes. uh, so compassion um, is f- i mean okay for animals birds and other things as well but even human beings uh, why should somebody be compassionate now for example swami says Speak a good word. Speak, uh, be loving to somebody who is probably having suffering in this world, who is suffering in this. uh, In a very nice, uh, in a very, uh, um, I would say, I think it's a discourse Swami gave to the office bearers of the Seva organization. Swami speaks about Seva and compassion there. And he says, um, suppose you go to the house of your friend. Uh, suppose your friend comes to your house and very lovingly you call him and then you give him coffee. Hmm. (laughs) He says, when you go to his house, he will also give you coffee. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Or you go to visit somebody who is not well. When you are not well. So, he says, Yeah. You are not serving others. Yeah. Correct. You are not compassionate to others. Yes. You are compassionate to yourself. Because you are actually going to get back everything. <laughs> you are going now, you, like the case of that person who with so much patience, yes. his patience quotient has gone up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, I think after handling that lady on the phone, <laughs> he can handle, any he person. Can handle anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is a plus point for him.
1: Yes. So,
3: yes. he says, so that element of compassion yes. and uh, is, is very interesting because <laughs> Initially, it feels as if you're doing it for somebody else. But eventually, you realize that you're
1: doing it for Put yourself. yourself. Yeah, I mean, seva, you're never doing for the other person. Mm. I mean, at the deeper level, yes, there is no other. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And the other thing, you know, even the first line, which mm-hmm. no good deed mm-hmm. can go waste correct I think I feel that was also something very interesting just like Swami says no bad deed too also can escape its consequence because I was, I was reminded of um, this uh, incident of uh, Mr. T.G. Krishnamurti. you know okay. uh, the initial days of when he came to Bhagwan way back in the 60s mid 60s mm-hmm. uh, before the inauguration of the Ananthapur uh, college Swami had come to Ananthapur, mm-hmm. and uh, he was very new to Swami he didn't believe at all in Swami actually he belonged to that Dravidian mindset you know Mm-hmm. Sort of atheist and kind of, uh, he wanted to. Uh, he he was very well endowed and he wanted mm. to have a rich, luxurious life. Mm. And. Uh, his wife's family, his wife's sister, mm. um, they had come to know Bhagwan And Swami was actually coming to their house because his wife's sister, uh, her husband was the district medical officer. Okay. And so Swami was coming to Anandpur, And so she told, you know, T.G. Krishnamurthy sir's family also to come. And so they had to go because, you know, his father-in-law, mother-in-law also said, you better come. Mm. <laughs> so he went there and he was telling how he was least interested in in Bhagawan or his <laughs> visit. So he was actually playing cricket. Next to mm. that house, there was a cricket ground. Mm. and he was playing cricket there with the youngsters and and they told okay you tell me whenever Baba comes I will come show my face he was like that so Mm. you know Swami came and they called him out you please come and in fact his wife is taking kerchief and you know wiping all the sweat from his face (laughs) (laughs) please be presentable Mm. but he was like not interested of course it's a long story but somehow when he sees Swami he says I don't know how involuntarily you know my hands uh, uh, fold you know oh. in that pranam position I, I couldn't believe myself why i'm doing that and you know he actually said he was, later he was trying to correct himself how could you do that you know he's questioning himself <laughs> i never wanted to do this mm. <laughs> you know mm. how, how why did i put my head down who is this youngster because swami mm. was young you know in those mm. days so all that happens and then um someone tells him you know baba now he's in anandpur and swami met might want to go to two three places Mm. why don't uh, we use your car because in those days itself he had a Mercedes Mm -hmm. so um, he says okay fine Mm. okay fine because if you want because you know family they are all there if Baba wants to use the car fine he can use they said no no you only have to drive it (laughs) (laughs) he said okay why me he said no no nobody to drive you only drive Mm. He said, "I don't know any place. Don't worry. We will tell you. Baba himself will tell you. There's no problem. You drive the car. Mm. So that is how you know he gets into that duty of driving Swami in Anandpur." And the second day, he says, but one thing that he noticed, you know, whatever he had seen one day of Swami, was every time Swami was stressing that, you know, do good. Swami Mm -hmm. was telling, help the poor, help -hmm. the disadvantaged. And this was something like striking a chord in him. Mm -hmm. Because this is what his father also used to say. Mm -hmm. And he used to feel, okay, whatever this person may be, you know, but whatever he's saying is all right things. Mm -hmm. And so the next day, uh, suddenly Swami comes down. And Swami tells, "Let's go." And he says, "Where?" Swami says, "I will tell you. You go." <laughs> and so this, uh, the, he starts the car, and they drive on and on and on outside the city limits of Anandpur. Mm-hmm. and uh, and he's wondering where are we going because we have really crossed the municipal boundaries. Swami says, "Keep, keep going, keep mm-hmm. going." Mm-hmm. And Swami gives the directions. And finally they stop under a banyan tree and hmm. there is a cobbler sitting Cobler, there. yes. you remember the story? Yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> the cobbler sitting there hmm. and then, uh, then Swami lowers the window and uh, Swami tells the cobbler, I have come. Hmm. See, I have come. And the cobbler now, <laughs> fully excited and the cobbler starts, you know, uh, getting up and uh, he wants to show the way. Swami hmm. says, let's go hmm. and uh, to his home. Hmm. And uh, Swami then asked, is this, Kishnamurti, sir, why Papam he should walk let him also sit in the car mm. so he sits so he makes a cobbler sit in the front seat Swami is uh, sitting as usual in the back seat and then they drive into that colony mm. and T.G. Krishna sir is like you know he has never ever visited a scheduled caste colony it was a lower caste sort of mm. he, he cannot actually see the sight of that locality because he was brought up in a very very sort mm. of affluent way and uh, here I mean his Mercedes going into that colony itself was all mud houses and mm. everything and then finally the car stops and uh, uh, the cobbler gets down and Swami gets down and that's the mud house and he, he they go inside and uh, the cobbler puts a straw mat down for Swami and mm-hmm. his mat is torn and everything and there uh, 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 Swami very happily goes inside and, mm-hmm. and T.G. Kishnamudhi sir he doesn't want to enter actually because it's like Mm. Where, have, where on earth have I come mm. he doesn't even like the smell of the place he doesn't like mm. anything of that place and Swami tells come 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 you know he's, and so he has to go inside and then, <laughs> and then mm. that person says Swami what can I offer to you Swami says anything Swami can I give uh, buttermilk Swami so says okay fine and so he brings a tumbler mm. which which has lot of dents and black marks and probably it has been used for decades mm. and he gives that buttermilk uh, to mm. Swami and so T.G. Krishna Murthy is thinking oh my my God with what water he has made this buttermilk what is he giving Swami (laughs) you know what will happen he is like terrified Uh. and he just wants to run away from that place Hmm. and then Swami uh, looks at uh, that person that cobbler and says give buttermilk to him also <laughs> and he's like oh my god this mm. is the last thing I wanted mm. and he's he's really scared he, he wonders what will happen to him maybe he will die maybe he will get loose motion <laughs> you know he's like fully and mm. Swami, says, no. Swami drinks it so happily so he has no choice so he also drinks and then Swami sits there blesses that family talks to them and everything uh, spends some 15-20 mm. minutes there and then Swami gets back into the cup, <laughs> and they mm. drive back and now this man Kiji Krishnamurti sir he has a million questions mm. he says Swami why do you have to drive all the way out of the city to go to this man's house mm. if you really wanted to meet him you could have told someone you could have brought him to mm. uh, you know m- my sister's place why you have to really go, come all the way and Swami says do you know mm. in his previous birth Mm. This cobbler, for 15 years, mm-hmm. continuously, mm. he walked every day 15 miles to visit that temple and light a lamp. My God. Mm. To offer his devotion to me. He did it diligently for 15 years without missing a single day. When he has done that for so many years, Can, can't I do this once hmm. to go to his home? And TGK sir is like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> who are we talking <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, th- that is one example of, you know, no good deed can ever go waste. But at the same time, you know, uh, he asked Swami then, if he has done so much good, then why is it that, you know, he is leading the life of a cobbler? And then he also asked Swami, there are so many people who have done good. Why you chose him? Mm. And then he says, the other good thing about him is, whenever he mends a shoe and people ask him, how much should i pay he always says god's wish Mm -hmm. whatever is god's choice Mm. he never asks people for the work that he has done whatever he receives he receives it as god's gift Mm. it is because of this quality of fully depending on me that i wanted to come personally to his house. But then he also asks, Why is he still a cobbler? I mean, if he has mm-hmm. if he has done so much good. But, but Swami says, because again, that is the answer for no bad deed also can escape the consequence. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because Swami says in his previous birth, though there was devotion, but there was not much discipline in his life. Mm. He used to drink and he used to he was into bad ways. He had a weakness for women and all that was there. Mm. So he has to face that consequence. So that's why he's still a cobbler, but for all the good that he has done, <laughs> compassion. Swami yeah. goes. Yeah, hmm. Swami goes. I thought that was, you know, uh, a very beautiful way. Um, we can see. I mean, we can find any number of such instances from Swami's life. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, when Swami comes, everything gets magnified. Yes. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> what you have done, fifteen births, what you have done, so many years. Yes. Um, you get. Uh, what you have done one simple act Swami does yes. so much showers Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very interesting because Swami once told a set of some of the old devotees he said um, Prasanthi Nilayam is the holiest of places when the avatar has come you need not go for any teertha yatra you need not go to visit pilgrimage centres you come to Prasanthi Nilayam it's like visiting all the holy places of the world and then he made a very interesting uh, remark. He said, since this place is so holy, one act of punya, good deed that you do, it gets magnified thousandfold.
1: Hmm. Wow.
3: In this place, if you do one act of merit, it gets magnified thousandfold. But hmm. you do one act of sin... Oh. That also gets magnified.
1: Oh my God. Hmm. <laughs> both so, ways it works. It's both ways. It's both ways. Hmm. How careful you should be. You have to be very be careful. careful yeah. Yes,
3: you can be in any part of the world. You have to be careful and good in any part of the yeah, world. Yes. More so in Prasanthi Nilayam. And he says, what you think, what you do, what you speak, everything gets magnified. Hmm. So... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> now, is it? It's the greatest <laughs> boon to live here. Yes, and the greatest challenge. caution <laughs> challenge.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Wow! <laughs>
3: and another uh, uh, dimension to this whole thing about good company, for example, mm. um, is like when you always speak lovingly, when you speak with compassion, and when you do good, automatically uh, it rubs off. Like Swami yes. says day and night keep doing good keep thinking what is permanent what is not permanent there is that beautiful uh, incident where uh, the king Shivaji he goes to meet Tukaram Mm -hmm. Now, Sant Tukaram is talking about God, talking about life, talking about uh, compassion, talking about goodness, devotion, love, everything. And um, uh, there is this old uh, Tukaram film from the 40s, I think, black and white one, very beautifully done. Mm -hmm. So, um, like how it happened to Thyagaraja, Shivaji sends his minister... Uh, With all the jewels and uh, you know ornaments and everything, Mm -hmm. and um, um, so he's uh, Tukaram has gone out to the fields. And they are in abject poverty. I mean, they don't have any money. They are just yeah. very poor. And the wife and the children are saying, Oh, for the first time, our husband has done something worthwhile. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and in his holy name, we are getting so many riches. Hmm. And uh, they are like going gaga about it. <laughs> they are testing out this silk robe and that yeah. ornament and yeah. this and that and this. And i so happy mm-hmm. and uh, very jubilant. And the minister is also standing and enjoying all this. And then um, Sukaram comes and he says, Oh, what is all this? (laughs) Very lovingly, very compassionately he speaks to his wife and he tells, "Um, See, you don't need these ornaments to make you beautiful.
1: Hmm.
3: You are beautiful even without all this. (laughs) You know, so let us put it back. It is not ours. We don't need all this. We Hmm. have the Lord with us. What he did not know was Shivaji was hiding behind the bushes. Oh... He was actually standing and seeing whether Tukaram is really the kind of saint people are talking about. Oh, wow! So it was a test, mm. <laughs> and uh, he knew that he is living in absolute poverty. Mm. And then he comes and offers. He says, "I have never seen a saint like you, like a great mm. mahatma like you." And he says, um, "I from now onwards, I want to stay with you. I want to serve you. I give up my kingdom. I give up everything." Oh my God! Mm and then Tukaram says very lovingly come I think you are tired you need some water (laughs) (laughs) he makes him sit comfortable (laughs) Mm. and then he explains to him see everybody has to do their duty you do your duty I am doing my duty Mm. and um, he says but I want to listen to one of your talks and all he says come so in the evening when he is talking the nearby tribal uh, people they get to know that Shivaji has come Hmm. the king has come and so they thought this is the best time to finish him off
1: oh oh my god
3: Hmm. it's the best time to finish him so they come and that is uh, God's grace whereas Tukaram is uh, praying to the lord they suddenly see so many Shivajis oh they don't know who is Shivaji who is not Shivaji Oh my
1: God.
3: Wow. Hmm. (laughs) They see so many Shivajis. So, they are coming to it and they think this is Shivaji. They go and hit that somebody else. The actual Shivaji, the original Shivaji is lost in bliss. (laughs) So, in the the company of uh, holy men, in the company of saints. So, When you
1: keep doing good, yes. that is the best way to help mm. others. and mm. <laughs> Wow. I mean, the good multiplies. The good accumulates. The good multiplies. Absolutely, and absolutely. the good protects. <laughs>
3: yeah. And here, you know, Swami is uh, saying, always see good, hear good, do good, yes. think, think about the Lord, spend, mm. you know, sanctify mm. your senses, sanctify your life. And um, um, one very interesting point, he says, is Um, the hands should perform good deeds Mm. have the lord's name within the practice of swadharma without Mm. means do seva yes the body should uh, be constantly engaged in seva paropakarartham idam (laughs) shariram exactly and the mind should be dwelling on the lord Mm. and um, mind should thus be engaged in intended action Mm. that I felt was uh, very very interesting Mm. because um you know it's it's uh, comes with a um um with lot of control yes. in a sense if you look at swami hmm. if you look at the way he used to move around the way he used to come for darshan the, uh, you know he will look at you if he wants to hmm. <laughs> Yes. He knows exactly it's not like our eyes going all over the place. <laughs> it's not Correct. like uh, yes. you know uh, okay you see someone hi how are you mm. there's no one extra word. Yes. He
1: speaks to whom he wants to. Yeah. He looks at whom he wants to. Yes. I mean there is no even a slight gesture that is unintended. Exactly. So that intended action yes is something
3: which I think comes with a lot of control and a lot of practice. And in fact lot of that, Clarity also within yourself about... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And that leads to the next paragraph because he says, it is like scattering of all your sanskaras. There is no point in scattering. He says, if the rainwater is scattered in all directions from the hill, it will not form a river. Hmm. So, only when it all comes together, then it forms a river. So, also, if the intentions of your actions are focused on one particular purpose yes. one purpose and that is the destruction of the mind mm. Then I think that yes.
1: leads to good samskaras yes that's wow. what uh, in fact, I think many times we have good uh, good intentions, mm. but they should become good intended actions also <laughs> right right <laughs> And then uh, there should be not one, but there should be many like that. Absolutely. And and they should be all be focused. I think that is what uh, Bhagwan is telling you because i think we, sometimes we do good but i think you know we do it randomly we do it in a dissipated manner you know mm. today we are in some mood we do it and you know after again after one week some sudden josh and then you know we'll <laughs> go and do some little good of uh, one random act of kindness as they say and then you know so but but we don't we don't do it uh with a concerted a uh, focused uh um, goal as you said of of demo of uh, destroying the mind no but uh, even yeah. if you don't have that goal yeah. but swami is telling be consistent in your goodness no so so one thing when we talk
3: about service i mean this is something which people who have read swami's discourses and heard him will automatically understand that you know when you say service or seva it's not that you can go and serve somebody 24 hours a day i yes. mean what about your job what about yes. your family you have to look after but then it comes the whole thing comes back to sanctifying action Yes. so if you do that action as an offering to the Lord if you do it uh, without trying to own the fruits of the results of your action and if you offer it to the Lord I think that is the way of seva Mm. that is the seva which Swami is talking about and the next paragraph uh, is a very interesting uh, uh, line where Swami says uh, it is not important that you should be victorious. Hmm. Needless to say, success might not always be your lot. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's very interesting because, yes. yeah. y- you know, how uh, how do you measure? Measure, yes. <laughs> uh, so, the measure of... A successful, quote unquote, successful action (laughs) is in this intention of doing it. Yes. I mean, with what intention you are doing that action, Mm. that
1: is most important. And God sees only the intention. In fact, uh, this reminds me of an interesting uh, anecdote. Mm -hmm. Apparently, this God appeared uh, Mm -hmm. in the dream of one man Mm -hmm. and said that, you know, uh, would you want to serve me? I have some work for you. Mm -hmm. This is definitely God. Tell me what it is. So, God says, uh, you know, there is this huge boulder. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want you to push it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, please, from tomorrow, Mm. do this service for me. Hmm. Push that rock. Mm. Okay, so he says, <laughs> definitely God, I will do it. <laughs> and and mm. so he pushes the rock the next morning mm. and the morning after that day and the morning after the day after. Mm. And every day he pushes and pushes and pushes and, and nothing happens. It's right. a huge rock. It's, the rock does not move even an inch. Mm. and uh, And what also happens is... Saturn comes now in his dream and says what are you doing you are wasting your life (laughs) you know have you seen Mm. that rock is not even moving even a millimeter (laughs) go and do something else don't put so much of effort you know Mm. just do it namesake uh, uh, and go and do something else don't waste Mm. your time and he says but then you know he says no I told God that I will I will do this as my service so he continues to do he continues to push 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 and Mm. one day he gets tired and he prays to God God what is this you know nothing is happening Mm. and uh, finally God comes and he says why are you so disturbed he says God I have done everything that I can put all my energy into it it has not moved even an inch and then God says when did I tell you that it is supposed to move (laughs) (laughs) I only told you to Mm. push you know he thought Mm. success is that the rock should Should move move. Mm. that is not in God's eye that is not what is success so God said What I wanted is that you should push. That's all is what I asked you to do. Look at your uh, muscles now. Look at your hand muscles. They have become strong. Yes. yes. Look at your uh, backbone. It has become sturdy. Look at your legs. (laughs) They have become rugged. Look at your (laughs) mind. It has become so determined. That is what I wanted. I never wanted that, you know, you should be pushing it. Mm. But anyway, now that you have pushed for so long, okay, tomorrow it (laughs) will (laughs) move. And, you know, somebody gave a very beautiful definition of push. You know that, right? P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. (laughs) Pray until something happens. Yeah, absolutely.
3: So, um, again, coming back to this destruction of the mind. Yes. So, like, its mind is not like... uh, you know something which you can catch and then destroy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. what is the meaning of destruction of mind? I mean, it's it's a huge, huge topic yes. <laughs> which yeah. we cannot deal with. But uh, you know, today as I was just seeing uh, stuff on the internet, um, we have the Google Doodle today about yes. on uh, Virginia Woolf. She's a you know um, author uh, writer from the earlier twentieth century. She is considered as one of the foremost modernists. And um, she writes, where the mind is biggest, the heart, the senses, magnanimity, charity, tolerance, kindness, and the rest of them scarcely have room to breathe. Wow. (laughs) Mm. Very beautiful. Mm. So she says, so where the mind is biggest. So in in a sense, uh, it's very beautiful that by doing charity, by having tolerance, by, mm. uh, you know, having kindness, you are actually reducing the mind. You are not yes. giving the mind yes. the place
1: to breathe. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> so, um, what do you mean by saying destroying the mind? Chitta Shuddhi, that's what Swami yes. says all mm. the time. Chitta Shuddhi is when the mind loses three of its attributes. This we have discussed yes. in detail. In but the I think it's Shravana worth repeating. Yeah. Shravanam Mananam series. He says, he um, says, Uh, When it is clear of all the dirt, think of it like a placid lake or like a mirror. So, when the mirror is not having any dust settled on it, that is one type of impurity. When the mirror is steady and it's not shaking rapidly, that is another type of uh, impurity that has to be removed. And the third is if a black cloth is not covered on the mirror. Yes. So, mala vikshepa avarna, these are the three. So, he says if you remove these three defects of the mind, then you see the reflection of yourself truly. So, um, what happens is in life, by doing these good actions and by doing uh, constantly um, um, goodness, means being uh, yes. and thinking of the Lord all the time, what happens is your mind calms down. Yes. It does not reflect negativity it does not make you think that the world is bad you do not see yes. bad yes. you do not see you know wicked you do not see yes. any uh, you see perfection you see only love yes and that is your true
1: self in fact you know as uh, uh, here Bhagwan says that uh, once your mind dwells with the Lord you will be drawn automatically towards good deeds correct in fact I was reminded of uh, uh, F, um, that incident from Ramayana you know mm-hmm. where uh, Ravana uh, goes to Sita when Sita is in the Ashokavana mm-hmm. and you know she, he tries in various ways to uh, initially get Sita's attention and then later when she's not interested then you know she, he uses various means mm-hmm. uh, of uh, um, uh, ensuring that Sita agrees to his proposal and Sita is always not interested and then finally you know you uh, know Someone suggests to Ravana, you know, you are a mayavi. Mm. You know, you, you. And he has done that before also. You know, he has created a maya uh, head of right, Ra- right. Rama, mm. and you mm. will see Ravana. Ra- Rama's head is there on my on this on this platter, and you know, Sita was terrified. And mm. later, she somebody else tells Sita that that is all maya. So don't worry. So 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 there is this advice that is given to Ravana that you know why don't you take the form of Rama because you can take any form. <laughs> so, you take the form, form of, of Rama, Rama Rama, and go to Sita. Mm. You know, and then obviously Sita will just accept you. Mm. And he says, Ravana says, that is the main problem. <laughs> See, <laughs> if I take the form of Rama, uh. the desire for Sita goes off. <laughs> <laughs> automatically. Address. Automatically it goes off. Mm. And I think that is something very interesting, isn't it? Swami so, says, if, you know, if, you know, you think about Lord, mm. automatically you'll you'll feel that goodness. Automatically you'll want to be calm. Automatically you'll want to control your senses. Mm. Automatically you'll not want to be angry.
3: <laughs> In fact, talking of the mind, I think today is a day of quotes. Uh, <laughs> this is a wonderful quote by Oscar Wilde, yeah. the notorious uh, <laughs> uh, author who writes fantastic quotes. Mm. He says. Illusion is the first of all pleasures. Mm. (laughs) So, he says illusion itself is the first of all pleasures. That's the mind. The mind which kind of shows you something differently. Yes. Something which is not the way it actually is. Mm. Or something which is kind of uh, masking the reality. Yes. So, he says uh, once that mind, obviously, once that mind is removed, then that is the purpose of
1: you know, many times you know when Bhagwan also was talking uh, was talking about the mind Swami used to say what is mind Swami said, mm-hmm. say mind is nothing but a bundle of desires so how do you you know diminish uh, the mind how do you mano layam? they say right mm-hmm. how do you ha- how will that happen just reduce desire so as in as the desires reduce slowly. The mind also will lose its existence, but that is difficult, you know. But but I think what Swami has mentioned here in this segment mm. uh, is is sort of a simpler way mm. of the profoundest thing that we have got to achieve in the in our life, mm. and. This is an easily understandable way, doable way. Yes. You know, just saying do good, that's all. Correct. Just do good. And I think this be good, see good, do good, this is a way to God. I and mean, that is the summum bonum of <laughs>
3: spirituality. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, very nicely, Swami defined uh, what is goodness. Yes. He says anything that takes you closer to, to God, God, God is good. Goodness. That yes. takes you away from God is bad. Yes. You know, uh, when Swami, in the paragraph before, when Swami was talking about. Um, Success is not everybody's lot but what is important is the spirit with which you do and tomorrow being Republic Day you know a wave of patriotic (laughs) uh, fervor I am um, reminded of the life of uh, Subhash Chandra
1: Bose. Oh yeah. And we just celebrated his birthday two days ago, Jan twenty third was exactly. his birthday. Yes.
3: And um, Swami, uh, you know, Swami, you loved him so much, loves yes. him yes. so much yes. And you know, uh, you won't believe one of those Independence Day dramas was yes. on Subhash Chandra Bose, mm. and Swami was so moved and so, always so involved. Yes. And uh, the next year there was no drama, uh, there there was some other drama, but Swami was sitting there and then. In front, he saw the bose speaker.
1: Oh. Ah.
3: The bose speaker. Speaker, yes. And I he said, that. I want to speak. Hmm. And he said, I saw the bose speaker, and I was reminded of Subhash Bose." Yeah, and he gave a discourse. He, yes, he gave yes. a discourse. Yes. So um, so you know that kind of intrigued me into his life.
1: Hmm.
3: Why is Bhagwan, you know, uh why Bhagwan loves him so much? Yes. What what did he do? And then mm. you see his life. Mm. One of you know complete dedication, dedication. to the freedom for yes. his motherland. Mm. Uh, you know? Yes. Um. But the efforts that he put in, mm. he was never discouraged. Yes. He never gave up. Yes. I mean, see his courage, see yes. his Determination. He left the country and went to Germany. Yeah, who would have done that? <laughs> yes, he thought if I side with Germans, yes. one because they are against uh, the British, yes. then my nation will get independence. Yes, and he formed that
1: army. I mean, he went to Japan
3: after Japan that. after that. Oh,
1: it's unbelievable.
3: Yes, and you see, so you know, if you look at it from a very very uh, historical perspective point of view, um, his efforts were not. Uh, you can't say were the main reason obviously they they were a part of the reason India actually got independence yes but uh, everybody thinks of Gandhiji and yes. how the independence actually came but then that is not important for Bhagawan yeah <laughs> <laughs> what Swami is yes. uh, Swami is looking at the yes. tremendous amount of you know conviction and that concentration the focus yes. the tekagrata that he had yes that no this is I have to lead my life in this uh, direction and how many lives he has inspired how many people he has inspired you know that kind of came to mind because um, he he had no mind it was Mm. it was
1: Mm. just focused on one thing that was freedom for his country I mean you know such people they just become ideas and these ideas uh, survive generation after generation even after that person is not there and uh, in fact, there is. Since we are talking about this, there is also a theory uh, mm. which says that actually the British left India mm. only because mm. they were afraid mm. of uh, uh, what Indians can do because they had seen Subhash Chandra boss. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I mean,
3: that's why. Yes. You know, in a way, it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is not told outside but yes, it's a very yes. hidden
1: yes uh,
3: how he we went from here to russia and then yes. from there to germany it's unbelievable
1: his yes. life is yeah. unbelievable and of course his life is is a mystery and there are so many theories about his life that's true <laughs> yeah so, but i think this is very uh, significant uh, what you mentioned i mean um, for uh, if bhagwan um, always uh, used to be so much involved Absolutely. whenever he used to talk about freedom movement and he would always bring up uh, Subhash Chandra Bose I think right. there is definitely uh, so much that we have to study from his life and see what we can imbibe uh, into our lives and I think if his life was not one of goodness, <laughs> that would not attract God. <laughs> Absolutely. See, it is, It is. Uh, ultimately we know and we have seen so many instances what attracts God is only goodness, only that purity. And once you are, uh, you are in that zone where you are able to attract God, then, you know, then God becomes a part of you. Then only goodness comes, flows out of you. Swami, in
3: fact, says in that beautiful telugu Kanda Khandantara. Yes. Khyatina, he says goodness is in the soil of this country. country. yes. He yes. says, goodness is a no. part of our nature. Absolutely. And um, so, he says, that's why all avatars come in this land yes. because yes. to be good is yes. natural for us. Yes. I am not sure uh, whether um, as many Indians are as affluent as the countries you mentioned in the mm. beginning of the yes. session. Yes. But uh, how many Indians have this kind of loneliness I am
1: not very sure yeah, I couldn't get uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get much statistics actually <laughs> I don't know if anybody has done May- maybe in India it is not that much serious an epidemic as it is in the developed countries exactly because yes.
3: uh, there is a sense of society there is a, yeah. a sense of together family, society there is a sense of
1: goodness and goodness yes, See, that, is, yes. that is something which and, uh, and there is this thing of you know uh, um, God is with me yes that feeling is always there in this land In fact, you know, since uh, we are talking about uh, this thing of motherland and tomorrow is Republic Day, as you mentioned, uh, since um, when someone asked Swami why Avtas take birth in India, Mm -hmm. you know, so Swami said, See, if you have to mine gold, where will you go? Mm. where will an engineer go Mm. where will a miner go if you have to mine gold you will go only there where there is (laughs) gold so that is the reason why avatars come to India because there is it is there in the soil it might have been you know uh, sort of covered Mm. with something else with mud but it is there in the soil that's why avatars come here Mm. and from here it it has to move I mean it has to percolate to Mm -hmm. all parts of the world yes So, so that's Interesting. So wonderful. I think, Sai Prakash, we have to conclude the discussion because uh, we are running out of time. It's already 9.33. Dear listeners, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Um, Of course, both of us, I think, enjoyed this session and I hope uh, you also found something interesting in this. Please do uh, tell us uh, what you feel about this program and anything, uh, you know, that occurred to you as uh, you heard this discussion Anything that you would like to ask, anything that you would like us to discuss in the next session, please feel free to write to us. As always, you can write to listener at radiosai.org with prayers to Bhagwan and offering our gratitude to Him for enabling us this beautiful opportunity to dwell on His writings. We place this program at His Lotus Feet. Thank you so much, dear listeners. Sairam.
0: You were listening to an episode of our program, Vahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 25th January 2018 as part of Thursday Live from Prasanthi Nilayam on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram.